How is our school of the homeless population and growth? What resources does Grove have for the homeless? What is keeping Grove from having a homeless shelter? What steps can we take to get a homeless shelter in Grove? How can we as a community come together to help our homeless population? Welcome to Scholars Start Somewhere. Scholars Start Somewhere is a podcast written, directed, and edited by high school seniors at a rural high school in Oklahoma. Made possible by Gethy, each episode tackles topics affecting us and communities everywhere. So as scholars do, let's get started. I am Allie Swafford, and today joining me is... Andrew Tedrick. Dalton Crouch. Caden Tackett. And Lincoln Wright. Here in Grove, we don't have very many resources for the homeless population. In fact, we don't even have a homeless shelter, and many of the students and citizens that reside within our town are not even aware of our homeless population. Because Grove is not a big city, the homeless population isn't as visible, but is still just as important, and our goal is to raise awareness. So our first question is, how aware is our school? So in order to get some insight, we took a survey of students in our school to find out what they know. The majority of those who responded did not know of anyone homeless in Grove, but a few did. According to school officials, 93 out of 2,015 students in Grove Public Schools are homeless. Almost everyone who took the survey agreed that our community should be doing more for the homeless and that we should have a homeless shelter. According to the survey, many of our respondents knew that there was a homeless problem in Grove, Oklahoma. However, it was severely underestimated how severe that problem really was, uh, with only 19% of respondents saying that there's over 40 people who are homeless in Grove, when in the school system alone, there's 93 students who uh, suffer from homelessness. And from the survey, we can gather that many people want to make a change, but it is unclear how to make that change. Our second question is, what resources does Grove have for the homeless? Currently, Grove has the blessing boxes around town, and we have also implemented them into our schools. These are boxes that anyone can take food, hygiene items, and other helpful products from, and people can also add to these boxes. Be the Change Foundation of Grove are the ones responsible for implementing these boxes into our community and keeping them filled. The blessing boxes are one of the only resources available to the homeless population in Grove. Our third question is, what is keeping Grove from having a homeless shelter? So I think that the main issue is that there's not enough awareness around the issue of homelessness. So while it is a big problem, not a lot of people know about it, or at least not the right people know about it who would be able to help solve the issue. It's very hard to see due to most of the homeless people in Grove presiding in the middle of the woods instead of on the side of the road, we don't see that many panhandlers around here, unlike other big cities. Right, so they're not as visible. So I think that's why we have a lack of awareness. And the lack of awareness is why we have a lack of funding. And people aren't taking it to people who can help. Like, they don't see it, so therefore there's no call to action. Yeah, because someone who's homeless, their main priority isn't going to be getting up to go to some... uh, town hall meeting to help raise awareness for the homeless people it's 
just they're trying to just get by as their main priority. So and a lot of them might be like ashamed. Of yeah, their like situation. They don't really want to bring like they want maybe attention to the issue, but not attention to themselves as uh, like suffering through that type of thing. And I feel like that's like the purpose of this podcast is to let people know that may not know or may know that we have a problem, but not know it's as severe as what yeah, it really like help is. bring a voice to the different people who may need help getting their voice out there. And it brings attention to the groups that may be able to help in town. Yeah. Yeah. What steps can we take to get a homeless shelter in Grove? Although it's really hard and time consuming to open a shelter, it is well worth it. Some basics that are needed to begin are obviously money and volunteers. The shelter could get funding or assistance from local charity groups, religious groups, and nonprofits. So, the problem with the shelter is that. that's not how I wanted to say that. So the thing with homeless shelters is that they're more it's more than just a bunch of cots laid out in some big open area. They usually have things such as case managers to help the different people that are in the shelter. Uh, they have to have some sort of security in there. And usually they'll be providing food to just help alleviate some of the stress that comes with being uh, in a situation where you're homeless or you have to live in a shelter. Um, Usually a shelter can only house around 100 people on average. So while it would help some of the homeless population in Grove, it definitely wouldn't be able to help everyone because there's more than just 100 people uh, living in homelessness in Grove. And on average, it's cost almost $60,000 per family uh, to house them in a homeless shelter. So financially, as a town, we'd have to come up with a way to help raise funds to... Uh, provide for the homeless shelter at the Grove High School. To reiterate what Lincoln said, um, it's a lot more than just you know purchasing a building and having like a bunch of beds in there. We actually need funding to you know get the other resources that they're going to need. And there's a lot of other factors such as like insurance. You have to make sure that you're able to cover any things that could happen in the shelter, as well as you also need counselors for financial help and you know some people may not be uh, mentally stable so they may need some mental help along with financial help in, in the shelter and also there might be like job placement systems that can help them get out on their own feet which will cost a bit more money as well right because we don't want to just give them a big building to stay in permanently. You want them to be able to get back on their feet, to have a job and to have a family and a home of their own. You can also work with local businesses to see what kind of help a a homeless shelter could give to their business, such as um, lawn care businesses helping with leaves and um, yards and stuff like that. Because at the end of the day, the main purpose of the homeless shelter is to get the people who need to use it uh, to a point where they don't need that homeless shelter anymore and they can get back on their own feet and provide for themselves. Yeah, it's just a temporary living situation until they can find a more permanent one. Our final question is, how can we as a community come together to help our homeless population? So one way that we can help uh, that helps with a lot of things is churches, nonprofits around the 
town, such as Cal Week, who helps a different foundation every single year. Uh, so you get Cal Week next year or a year sometime down the road to help with a homeless organization, uh, either locally or nationally. Uh, and then we could contact the local churches, see what they're doing about the homeless population, if there's anything they can do uh, more to help. Um, Most of the time, um, area churches have some kind of food bank to help people who can't afford food. And that could help in many ways. And then there's also uh, Christian Help Center. Will They help with that stuff, too, as far as they donate clothes to homeless and food. And also churches and, like, the schools could get out the word that, like, volunteers are needed to put on fundraisers or just to help out with the homeless community in any way, shape, or form. So that would be good. And you could also get uh, high school clubs involved and even middle school clubs involved. Yeah. Internet clubs, character counts, and go out doing... NHS, even. Yeah, community service projects just to help out. We can reach all this... All these young people and like the younger generations through social media, like Facebook, Instagram, we could have like little accounts and we could have certain people go out and talk to the homeless and find out what they need and we can post their needs on these web pages. Yeah, and then have people just go on there and if they can't help, then they'll be able to buy like the different things you list on there and then send them to whatever organization it'd be through. Uh, they'd be able to distribute it throughout to whoever needs it. And um, most of the time when we think of like the homeless needs, we just think of like, oh, food and shelter, but they actually need much more such as like clothes, shoes, socks. Um, I think socks are a big one and um, like hygiene hygiene products, Mm -hmm. you know, they don't have access to water to shower and stuff they don't have access to toothbrushes toothpaste deodorant and like we mentioned earlier we have the blessing boxes throughout grove in a few different locations and we always see food being put in the blessing boxes but i think if we started to put like deodorant or like baby wipes mm-hmm. or toothbrushes in there yeah. I, I don't know that nhs NHS uh, this month was in charge of the blessing box at the school, and our thing was personal hygiene items, like yeah. mm-hmm. focus on personal hygiene items to yep. get out there. Um, and then after doing some research, I found uh, that a lot of places, their main model is like the most important thing is first finding like a shelter, like finding a shelter and like a consistent supply of food so that you don't have to worry about that is like one of the main goals a lot of uh, these organizations are doing. So there's this thing called Housing First, which is a homeless assistance approach, and it prioritizes finding uh, permanent housing for these people who are experiencing homelessness. And it serves as like a platform from where they can pursue their personal goals and improve their quality of life uh, because they need like these basic necessities like food and a place to live before they're able to attend to anything less critical, like finding a job or figuring out a budget or attending like if they have like uh, substance abuse problems that they're going through, like before attending any of those things, like at first they need like a place to stay and something to eat. And so before they can do that, they have to have those things. Yeah. Just gives them the opportunity to get on the right foot. Yeah. You have to have someone and to if start. they have like an addiction problem, they could also, um, a homeless shelter could also connect with other organizations within the County. Cause I know yeah. there's, 
uh, drug abuse and alcohol abuse and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, or organizations that can help. Yeah, because there's definitely programs out there to help with that kind of thing. Um, Maybe they uh, just don't know about them and that can. Yeah. Well, there's just no one there that's set up. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's plenty of organizations that are open and willing to uh, provide that sort of like as like a community service type thing, like free of charge to right. one of these homeless shelters or maybe like in exchange for something else. Yep. But there just has to be someone to set that up. Yeah. I just feel like it's like a main thing for a lot of it is like, there's, I'm sure there's plenty of people who are willing to help. It's just, there's no one that's really got out there and said, Hey, we need to do this. This is how we're going to start. There's no one that's really tried to like make a plan as to what to do. I feel like, I there's a lot of people in the community that aren't educated on the homeless people in our community. Yeah, because they don't know it's an issue to yep. begin with. We could just hire a homeless person and give them money to help out other homeless people because they already know the problems. That's true, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you yeah. reach out. Because not only does that help like eliminate the problem for one person, like gives them like yeah. something to do, but it also helps. It probably it help a lot uh, to get things started. Yeah, and they know it a lot is. of awareness. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, other easy things and like, until or if our community does get a homeless shelter, like, even just having, like, money or just even gift cards for, like, fast food or grocery stores. And if you see someone, you could just help them out and give it to them. Like, just start that change. And I feel like that change could be passed on and could start something so much bigger. Mm-hmm. I think the gift card point that... um Allie brought up is really good because a lot of people, and we actually saw this in some of the responses to our um, survey that we took around the school, a lot of people are worried about when homeless people are, you know, panhandling, they worry about, okay, well, what are they going to do with this money if, you know, I give them some of my spare change? Like, are they going to spend it on something bad? Are they actually going to go get food? And if you are worried about that, you could always just, like, give them gift cards. Like, give them a gift card to Walmart or to, you know, somewhere that they can go eat just to make sure that, like, your money isn't going towards something bad. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people do worry about that. And even if it does, like, you know that you help them like it you can't control what they do but it's just right. good to it's, it's their decision to make that bad choice yeah and, and that's why we, we want they can like, solve the problem yeah that's yeah. why we want the programs that will help them get yeah, into because the programs it's like nothing's going to nothing's going to go to waste like you're always going to be there to like help support and like get them on their feet instead mm-hmm. of just helping them get by another day yeah and really we, we really don't have to worry about that much i mean if we're just giving them money we shouldn't really worry about like what they do with it i mean we're yeah. still helping them because right now we really aren't helping them at barely all. at all yeah. so something's right. better than nothing yeah. honestly and i don't think we should let the negative stigma around homeless people and you know their lifestyles or their addictions i don't think we should let that get in the way of us helping them because like Caden mm-hmm. just said we really aren't doing much to help them in our community like we should any change is good, as long as it's for the better. Yeah. Um, and then, so going back to the uh, the whole housing thing, like the housing first, um, there's lots of like federal housing assistance programs, like the, like the federal housing assistance programs. There's like three main categories that I was saying. It was 
there's like rental housing assistance and then there's like assistance like the state and the local governments to like get things started and then there's assistance for like homeowners who are like struggling like they're on that barrier like teetering on the edge um most of them are administered by the department of housing or the urban development uh program uh there's a lot of things they include like Section 8 vouchers, project-based rental assistance, uh, there's public housing, so like the shelters we were talking about, uh, there's housing for the elderly, because like el- like among like elderly people, homelessness uh, can be a big problem as they come to that point in their life where like they didn't save enough money, like they just have to start worrying about that, like maybe they're not bringing enough money through their social security, and then that becomes a problem. Uh, housing for people with disabilities, because that's mm-hmm. another big uh, subset of the homeless population is people with disabilities who maybe they have like a medication that's draining their financial uh their funds or they just have something that makes it where they can't work or they can't find a job because someone doesn't want to hire them so that's a big subset of that population uh, that homeless population uh there's like rental assistance programs just to help them uh keep whatever rental properties they're at mm-hmm. just so they don't fall into homelessness uh there's like community development grants uh low-income housing tax credits like help people again not fall into that uh homelessness issues uh yeah but there's lots of different ways like there's more than just like oh homeless shelter like there's more than just one way to help out the homeless like there's so many different options and so many different things you can do mm-hmm. uh, so many federal grants <clears throat> yeah there's a lot of people maybe not in grove but around who are focusing on the issue And there's already lots of good ideas that are working and helping to decrease the homeless population that we don't even necessarily have to come up with like some new crazy way to help the homeless population. Like you can just reach out to someone who's already doing it. Yeah. 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 Instead of thinking about ideas. Visit with them, see how they set it up and see how we could apply that to our city. And also around like, especially in Oklahoma, we had, we have a lot of um, Native Americans. And so, they have services that'll help, like Cherokee Nation has emergency housing assistance. And maybe not a lot of people know about that, but like people who are Cherokee can get help through that as well. So And it, it's not just Cherokee people, I think it's anyone that's Native American because I yeah. think all the tribes go through. I think Cherokee all the Nation. tribes work together yeah. on, right. mm-hmm. so, on housing and stuff. And then uh, also, I don't know if you guys notice this, but like whenever you're like out like in a bigger city and you see like the people who are panhandling, like a lot of times they're like veterans and they'll have it on like there's like their sides right. or something. They'll For have sure. something like signifying that, hey, they're a veteran. Um, there's lots of veteran assistance programs too. Definitely. So like that's like part of the problem is already solved. You just have to be able to get them in a place where they can like seek out that help. Because yeah. a lot of these people, like they would like they're able to get help from these different organizations. They just aren't in a place where they have like enough time or the means to get to somewhere where they can like apply for this help. Yeah. Like it's out there. It's just not accessible to them uh, because of their situation. Yeah. The VA offers lots of services for homeless veterans, but like you said, it's just, they don't know how to reach out and get to it. As we conclude this podcast, we hope that we have been able to raise some awareness within our community about the homeless and maybe even inspired someone to start a change within their own community. 
And remember, be a scholar!